Hey everyone, welcome to episode number three of Destiny Down Under. Uh, this is Clint, as always, I've got Blake and Jacob. How are you guys going? Doing good. Yeah, doing good, man. We're doing good. good Living stuff. the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Blake, you're, you're pretty busy at the moment preparing for Worlds. Uh, man, I'm playing TTS as much as I can. Uh, not as much as I should be, but definitely as much as I can. Um, it's been it's been going well. I've been trying so many different decks, trying to come up with something broken. Uh, I haven't succeeded yet, but you know, <laughs> I'm getting my my head around the format now. I feel like comfortable with knowing where it's at. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff up in the air at the moment. So many decks that need to be yeah. tested, played against, and and seeing what is best in the format at the moment. Yeah. Uh, how's your guys' month in Destiny been? What have you guys been up to? Um, I haven't been playing in store too much the last month. I've just been playing quite a bit on TTS. So part of the TTS season five tournament and made the top cut for that. So had to get my games in in a rush at the end, um, but made the top cut, played my first top cut game just the other day and got through that one. Um, in store, I just, things have been keeping me away from making my weekly destiny night, unfortunately, just some life admin stuff, but getting on TTS whenever I can. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I've been playing a fair bit of TTS. Um, you know, if you check out a YouTube page, you can see me losing to you, Clint, a couple of times. <laughs> um, I've actually started a little testing group at one of our stores, um, which has been really good. So we've got two stores that generally fire. Um, the smaller one, which is really close to me, uh, yeah, we just started a testing group. So each week we get a few people down and we just play best of threes of like meta decks. Um, We've had a guy that's like fairly new and just been working really, really hard at it. And he's been testing with us for the last couple of weeks. Um, and two weeks ago, they had a big tournament for us. I think it was like 22 people for, for a promo tournament. Um, and he took that out with Ray Ayla. Like I'd sat with him for a few games and we'd talk through different plays. Um, and then, yeah, he took out his first win. So that was good to see a result come of it. Coach. Well done. Yeah, apparently. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. He just stuff that like he'd seen it anyway. But just being able to talk, like sitting next to somebody while you're playing a game and be able to talk through it, mm. um, just try. I guess yeah. He just got a better understanding of it, um, and he just crushed everybody with Rayla. Also, that deck is sick. And that also segues into our new coaching tier with Blake for hundred dollars a month. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Guaranteed uh, no, no. to win promos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just give you promos, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, been in the same position. I've actually been grinding TTS quite a bit the last uh, last few weeks. Uh, TTS season five league. Uh, same as you, Jacob. Um, I actually played my top thirty two game today, but a bit ahead of the curve um, at the moment, and uh, managed to take that one out as well uh i've been meeting you at bondi jacob for a couple of times in the last four weeks um ironically we've been matched up no we didn't get matched up last week did we but the week before i was playing some ayla wookie padawan jank and you were playing bro tk uh which was a very very close one <laughs> as well yeah that was very close actually um, so yeah, so how, how yeah, just that? been the sorry, try to do that hand. Well, the the Wookie Warrior deck, yeah, like it's got 
<laughs> you know, if you've seen, if you read much of anything, you know, there's a few people kind of harping on about Blue Yellow Hero uh, with the melee package at the moment. How, how was that? Did it feel good, Clint, or not? Like, did you have a lack of money or? Uh, well, I'm not playing it anymore. If that okay. says anything. <laughs> I mean, wait. Let's let's just be clear though. Clint did beat me in that game okay. where I was playing Go Two K. Wow. To be fair, we went to time and you had me on damage, so technically you did win. <laughs> yeah. But um... yeah, but we we played the next round yeah, and yeah. then Clint won. Yeah. And right. fairly, like he still had you know one and a half characters alive. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, just with the with the higher health pool, you can tank more damage. But if you do go to time, uh, it doesn't work in your favor. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, of course. The the Wookie Warrior pay side is tough um, on on both of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you didn't resolve a Wookie Warrior melee damage in like nah. the three the first three rounds, but. No, I don't think I did because I was kept off resources quite a bit. It's it it, it might get there, but I think. Wookie needs to be replaced with another yellow melee character that potentially might come out. And then you might be able to talk about it, but at, right. at the moment, I get to. I just don't think it's there. It's just it just costs too much. And yeah. why would you play that when you can get something with Ayla plus profitable connections? Yeah, yeah. Is 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 the way I see it at the moment. Okay. That was my initial impression of the deck. Um, but like I've also been looking into the, the blue yellow stuff, uh, like I tried Zebray just recently, um, and then that just yeah with that high health pool getting Ayla, which is great. Um, whether it was good enough or not, you know. But I'll take your word, and now I don't have to test it. So thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but is oh. Ayla broken? <laughs> what was that? Is Ayla broken? As uh, as some prominent podcasters might uh, <laughs> might <laughs> lament. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Didn't didn't we say that on our very first episode several uh, months ago or so? Uh, we talked about it, but <laughs> called I it. think we cut called it. it. We called it. <laughs> I think we actually cut it. Uh, well, we, have no <laughs> we, proof. we didn't want to be held accountable for our uh, for what we were saying for for breaking for the band. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ayla's great. Um, Ayla, yeah. she's not she's not broken, but she is such good value for her points. She's very very good. We shouldn't do anything uh, uh, broken like like FN, you know? Like, he was broken because yeah. you could just yeah. straight up murder people. But Ayla doesn't do that. She just enables yeah. just this crazy consistency. Yeah, and that two indirect side is pretty weak for the first two rounds of the game. Yeah. Like, generally, you will re-roll that if you get it. Yeah. And hoping yeah. for the special or the two sticks. So, yeah. um, I, I, I don't think she's broken. If anything... Maybe she's one hit point too high, but I think that's really negligible at the moment. It's I don't think it really has a massive part in it. No, she's fine. Just yeah, she is. She is what she is. She's just yeah. like a very aggressively costed, mm. efficient character, mm. and people are going to play her because of it. Mm. So get used to it. And look, you have to. You have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to play around her special as well, like. Her own spit. Even though someone did mention to me the other day, if you resolve her special and you've got another die in the pool, because obviously you have to do what the card says, you can just focus the own special to something else and remove that from the pool, and that's a okay. Wow! Doesn't it yeah. leave the pool? 
like on resolution. Wait, or... yeah, wait, that doesn't make sense. Did you say you can change Ayla's own die that's on special? Yeah, because hmm. you can, because in the rules, so say for example, you focus like Luke's focus or Obi-Wan's focus in the original set to the, uh, sorry, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mysterious Hermit, his one focus to the two focus, you can still do that because before, because you're changing the die before you remove it from the pool. But because you've then resolved the die, you remove it. Wasn't from that the only pool. for? Sorry, wasn't that only for like my allies, the force and stuff like that? Because it's yes. basically said, don't take it from the pool. So that's like where it there, used to come was, up with old Obi and the focus. There was a rules discussion about it online, and wow. apparently it is fine. You can do that. So you can actually focus your own Ayla die because it's getting removed anyway. There might be a rules clarification around that in the future, but. Um, it was pointed out the rules. It was pointed on the rules reference that it was a perfectly legitimate play. Was this person okay. so, That's crazy. Uh, it was yeah. from one of the artificery crew, I think. Yeah, right. I don't like to be honest. I don't really believe that right at this moment. But I mean, I think we should definitely post something in the in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. As to confirming that. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have to confirm that. Yeah. Or, um, but at the moment, like. I thought I've read it and went, hmm, that's surprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's definitely crazy. surprising. Um, I'll I'll dig it up and I'll link it through through in the yeah. show notes anyway I mean, like, where I found it. Yeah, it's a very rare case that that kind of will come up anyway. But that's exactly correct. Yeah. All right, we'll get, we'll get some clarification on that yeah. anyway. Let's get that. Let's get it moving along anyway. Um, so Blake, in hey. what? Uh, Three, four weeks, you're traveling to Worlds? Yeah, man, not long now. Um, yeah, it's starting, it's starting to get very real now. Like, the, the clock has started ticking uh, in regards to being ready for it. And where yeah. are you at? Oh, <laughs> man. I have so much work to do. Like, hours and hours of testing to do. Have you, have you kind of got a deck ready that you're locked into? Uh, not even close. I have, I, like, I've got two decks right now that I that I would mm. consider, that I would consider playing. Um, you know, I want to run them through a, a couple of specific matchups, um, and then if I get a decent result, I would put them on the back burner and just have them there. Um, but like, I've got, I mean, I've just been looking at deck lists and what's been doing well, what hasn't been um, over the last couple of weeks. And I've got like a, a list of five or six decks that are, I would consider, you know, at the at the top of the ladder. You know, they've had multiple regional wins. They've they're really strong. Good players have noticed them. Uh, yeah, so I guess even these just would to be work, the, the proven decks. Yeah, the the proven decks. So even just to yeah. work through five or six proven decks, run them through a gauntlet, um, is is so much time. So. Spend a bit of time trying to find broken stuff uh, with little success, because I guess that's you know in a rock paper scissors format, which I think we have. Um, if you can just find something broken, then obviously you're doing really well. But that's quite a challenge. So if anyone knows of something that's completely busted, send me a PM. Um, we won't share it. And then, uh, <laughs> I'll give you some sweet uh, welds promos for your, for your list. <laughs> 
Yeah, free free coaching tier as well. <laughs> no, 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 no coaching. Uh, I probably need some myself in this time. Um, so look, I'm I'm really looking at Yoda Hondo. Uh, that deck's really good. I've been playing it a little bit. Mm. Uh, like, yeah, I mean a little bit, like maybe five games. Um, still getting my head around the, the sequencing uh, and the interactions because it's it's quite deep. Um, luckily, I've got Daz that I can test with, who knows that deck pretty well. Yeah. Um, cool. And then. Uh, Bro TK, I still enjoy. I still like that you get free wins, uh, which is great in a big tournament if you can get a couple of free wins, uh, as long as you don't take, you know, give your opponent any free wins. Um, so I've been testing a bit of that and just trying to get that okay in the aggro matchups. So they're the two that I would knuckle down on. If I had a week to go, I would knuckle down on those two decks and then I wouldn't put anything, yeah, any other stock into or anything else. Yeah. Uh, on my list, I've also got, like, obviously, Ayla Vehicles is really, really good. Bobber Seventh has won a lot, and, you know, the Ray Ayla deck has kind of come out of nowhere, and that's really, really strong. Anyone know that what I should be playing? You guys got some suggestions? Two words for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. The first one is Obi, Charlie. <laughs> the second one, Maz. Rose. <laughs> oh, not Rose. Okay. Obi Rose. Ah. <laughs> Broke it. Uh. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff happening at the moment. Like, I could, I can understand your dilemma in trying to decide what to play because everything's, like, the whole meta is has been broken wide open and yeah i mean we're talking about this uh before we started recording about like what has the least uh what's the best deck with the most amount of least favorable matchups and yes. i think we kind of almost settled that maybe ray ayla yeah. was maybe sitting at 40 to 45 percent yeah, against the, the bad matchups. Yeah. Know? Which is a pretty good place to be. And I think flexibility mm. is going to be the, the key. Like, you need to be able to, you know, tank when you need to tank, get aggressive when you need to get aggressive. Just need to be playing something something that's really flexible. So, mm. I, like I said, I've got a list of, like, six decks that I think are all really good. And then I've got a list of 10 to 12 decks that are all completely playable and have done well for themselves. So that's where it's hard in this one. You know, every deck's got like three or four good matchups and that's got a bad matchup somewhere. So just trying to metagame and then trying to find the deck that even the bad matchup is like still winnable. Yeah. A, yeah. I guess just like talk me through your thought process on how you would pick a deck. Would you go through, I guess, like you were just saying, some of these decks have, you know, X many good matchups and why many like bad matchups do you look at whichever one has the least bad matchups or do you look at the one that is the most flexible maybe the one which has like the ray ayla like you just mentioned just kind of not that many terrible matchups so if you are like a skilled player and you're performing on the day making good decisions then you're never in like too bad of a spot in any matchup yeah so my thinking was out of all the decks that have been doing well, because we know there's like 15 decks in the format that's like doing okay, you know? Yeah. And then out of that, there's probably five that have won multiples. Is My thinking is, what are the other players doing? They're looking at these same, the same data as me, and they're picking out the stronger decks. So one, I want to play them because I want to have an understanding of how these decks operate. 
um, and then trying to find what is, you know, what, what is the format like? Because you're going to have these kind of outliers, but then you're going to have this maybe three to four decks that like they define the format. And if you can kind of work what they are, uh, then you can start to meta, I guess, against them a little bit. Um, it's safer to pick the deck that's got, you know, the 45% matchups. Um, but if you pick the other a deck on a weekend, like, like Bro TK, its good matchups are insane. But its bad matchups are really, really hard. So if you think you can dodge the bad, the bad matchups and just have insane games all weekend, that's the pick, even though it's not as safe because you could just lose to something. But if you think you can dodge based on the meta and based on what you think most of the other people are going to be playing, you could just have yourself a really, really good weekend of favourable matchups. But, sorry, Clint, um, would you... Would you think by that logic you were just saying that there are some matchups where it's just a really terrible matchup and you would pretty much like lose that on the spot? Or not exactly, but you know what I mean. Um, the fact that those really bad matchups exist, would mm. that be enough to discount the fact that you would take that deck just in case you, know, you do get paired up mm-hmm. in the Swiss? You're going to play a lot of games in the Swiss and you want it like as much of a chance as possible against any deck. I would imagine. Yeah, of course. Look, I think it's trying to figure out what is testing really well and then figuring out, uh, trying to work out who's going to be on that. Like if I think a bunch of people are going to be on Ayla Vehicles, a bunch of the good players, because they're like, the deck's just solid, it's consistent. Um, and I'm, I expect a huge number of that and a huge number of, you know, Obi Mass, for say, it's solid, it's consistent. Like the Bro TK matchup there, I think is so good that I'll risk it, the field being 10% off something bad. Like uh, Boba Sevens is apparently bad. I mean, I've started to turn that around a little bit, but Yoda Hondo's hard. Uh, like if I think all the good players are going to be playing a deck that I'll have a favorable matchup against, then I'll probably play that deck and take, take the risk of the bad matchups um, instead of having that deck where like I can maybe play around most things. But I don't want to have like a... You don't want to have a 50% day either. Like if you're grinding 50% matchup, like favorable matchups for six rounds and then the next day, I think it gets really, really tough where if you can have, yeah, like if I can have a deck that's great against the, the top players, I'd rather take that. All you have to do is win your first couple of rounds, then you're in the top bracket anyway you're in the, and you're playing against these decks that you've probably planned for if you get it right. If you get it wrong, well, you know. It's not like it's a 30-hour flight, whatever. <laughs> but that's the, that's, that's the hardest part, isn't it? Just trying to predict what yeah. everyone is playing from so many different metas that are joining yeah. in one place. Um, and being in Australia and having a considerably smaller meta than what yeah. America uh, might have, Yeah, um, we... You just, it's hard to predict. So you're obviously, you might actually be at a slight disadvantage because you can only go by what's going on in the online leagues. Um, yeah. Chatting with the guys with your playtest group uh, who are all in America at the moment. Yeah. Um, but this might be a good good uh, segue into what we think or what we think you might see. Um, what's yeah. your initial assumptions on that? Like, what do you think is going to be super popular? What do you think might be a bit of a surprise? Yeah, okay. So I think Yoda Hondo right now is, I think that is the deck to beat. Um, I think there's going to be a, a decent amount of good players on that deck. Um, 
because it gives you a lot of play, uh, and it does it just does some really cool stuff that's hard to play around. Um, so I think Yoda Hondo, like if I was picking a deck and I was like, right, I have to have good matchups against you know X Y Z, the good matchups I would need to be uh, have is Yoda Hondo, uh, Ayla Vehicles. I think just as a fallback, it's going to be popular enough. And then probably Bob a seventh because there's enough people that have won with that or done well with it. I don't expect them to just leave it and change decks. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think the Bob a sevens and the the hero vehicles is probably going to be the the top contenders. Um, you'll probably see a lot of people either a bringing that or b teching against both yeah. of those. You'll get yeah. the really highly skilled players taking Bro TK. Yeah. Uh, and probably somewhat trying to yolo with it and yeah. probably doing pretty well on that on the back of that as well i don't think we'll see that actually in big numbers uh i think there'll be a select group of people that are really good with it and then like you said there'll be a select group of people a small group that are like oh, just yolo we'll just run mm. run this deck yeah um i do think yoda hondo is going to be is going to be fairly popular yeah, completely agree. Um, Yoda Hondo, definitely going to be big numbers as well as Bubba Seventh. Yeah. Um, I think you definitely have to know those matchups inside and out. Yeah. Because you will be expected to, you know, play at least three or four of those decks. I think in the day. Yeah. Um, so they're Hero the vehicles three. as sorry. well. Yeah. Sorry, Hero vehicles as well. I think if if we were going to say three, like top three decks. Yeah. Those three, like you like you mentioned, I I'm not sure if there would be too many people playing Bro TK. Definitely be aware of that and know how to beat it because mm. it is unique in its strategy. Um, Sabine Ezra, it's kind of dropped off a little bit, but you have to be aware of that. And Ayla Ray's also been picking up popularity. Yeah. Uh, as well as Thrawn Talzin. I think those are the other like big decks to kind of watch out for. Yeah. I think, oh, and I think Obi Maz gets on that deck, on that list. Yeah, no, it does. Um, and that, that's probably the bulk of it, but the core three are definitely the Boba 7th, Yoda Hondo, Ayla Vehicles. Like, and this is kind of, you know, tying into what I was saying before, that if I've got a favorable matchup against those three decks, but my Bro TK matchup or, you know, something like that isn't as great, I would still very strongly consider whatever that deck that is. And, you know, mm -hmm. if you dodge and then you've got these, you know, you're expecting 50% of the field to be three or four decks that you've got a good matchup against. I, I think that's, that's you know, a calculated risk that, that you might just take. Yeah. Um, have you played much of Boba 7th? Because I, I know uh, a, a little while ago, yeah, you said that you still hadn't. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, I've played a few games now. Like, I've put it together. Yeah. I've played a few games. Um, and I've played against it a bit now as well. Like, I, I yeah. got Dez to bash some games out with me the other day uh, with Bro TK because that's, you know, supposedly a tough matchup. Yeah, um, and it didn't feel too bad. Uh, it, it, yeah, I, I don't understand. Like Boba Sevens is definitely good, but it's just like very solid. Uh, I don't know if it's doing anything like super I think, broken. Yeah, I think it's slightly above solid. Like, yeah, ev but, and, but and very solid, or yeah, yeah, as in <laughs> maybe just slightly above solid. <laughs> very slightly. Uh, no, it's. Uh, I mean, like so many people have kind of touched on why it's good. I don't yeah. want to go into that yeah. again, but obviously yeah. being able to play all the cheap removal, that's great. Yeah. Um, it's got kind of insane character dice with Bubba's character dice. Yeah. Uh, and then you get to play Mauls yeah. and you can attack the hand as well, which yeah. I think that's, that's an important aspect of the game. 
So yeah, being able to play same. close quarters assault effectively, yeah. and friends in low places. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Like those those reasons are exactly why like the deck is and has been performing as well as it has been. Yeah. It's just and yeah, it's very oh, solid, right? Like yeah. you've got these two characters that are both good. If someone dies, like. I think this format is, is really about trading, like trading favorably at the moment. Yeah. Like if you trade sister for one of their big dudes and then you get to have Bobber go versus the other one, you're ahead. So I think it's, it's quite good at trading and then, you know, it's that middle-middle that people talk about. Um, hand yeah. disruption is very important and that's why I've really been looking at Yoda Hondo because I think that can play hand disruption really well. Um, and that I think is something that's very important right now. So I think BroTK is actually not too bad against Boba 7th. I think Yoda Hondo is not too bad against it. But small sample size, you know. Maybe there's these players out there that are winning and maybe they're just absolute beasts with that deck. Um, what about the hero vehicles? Because does Yoda Hondo and um, Boba 7th have favorable matchups against hero vehicles? See, this is the thing. This is where the format I'm finding is really... is hard to predict. You've got this... These fast decks, these aggressive decks like Boba 7th, uh, then to combat that, you've got these defensive, you know, these tankier decks that can still put out damage, Yoda Hondo, Ray Ayla, et cetera, et cetera. And then you've got this, the vehicle deck that is just that missing link. You know, the vehicle deck beats the slower decks, the faster decks beat the vehicle decks, and it just goes round and round and round in a circle. Um, I think a lot of these decks are like 50% versus vehicles. Um, good vehicles players get good results. Uh, I think Bob Seventh is probably favourite. I think Yoda Hondo needs the right start to get set up. Um, yeah. Does that deck play hyperspace jump? Like two copies? It, or It should play two copies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it also gets to play like Scruffy, uh, Philp, um, and Force Wave if you can stick it. Like if you can get your engines online and you can start shielding and doing you know Yoda stuff, you can take a bit of a beating uh, and still come out on top. It's just how long you give them. Like, if you give the vehicles too much time and they get to, like, round four and you can't finish them quickly and they get to start rolling out, you know, four or five vehicles, then you're in trouble. Yeah, but yeah. I guess that's that's when you are really looking for your hyperspace jump. That's right, yeah. Right? So, so that's yeah. where the, the other decks are good against it. You know, the really fast ones, like, Bob Seventh, they can take down Rose real quick. You know, they don't yeah. have that much tanking in hero vehicles. Uh, they can take down someone real quick and then move on to the next and then, you know, they're generally facing somebody that, you know, you might have Boba with a couple of weapons and all he has to do is finish Ezra off or something. Like, you're always going to get there. Yeah. I mean, um, the hand disruption from Boba 7th is mainly the close quarters assault and you've got the random discard side on the, uh, the Seeker droid. Yeah. But outside of close quarters assault, they can't, and maybe am I incorrect in thinking they can't disrupt? Oh no, there it is, right there. Just saying the word disrupt because you disrupt the <laughs> the resources of the vehicles, and that's yeah, how you yeah. mess up their plan, right? Okay. Yeah, you've got heaps of disrupt in the Boba Sevens. Like like I said, that Boba Sevens is very solid, and that's why I think it's going to be played a lot. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if it's something I want to be played because I think Yoda Hondo has a good matchup versus Boba Seventh, and this yeah. is that, that round the round uh, thing. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that, that Yoda Hondo does have a good matchup or like a favorable matchup against it. I haven't played Yoda Hondo, I'll be honest, I haven't played it yet. So yeah. I don't know exactly what I'm talking about there. I'm just talking about statistics and what I've heard 
online, yeah, but yeah. just in that small conversation we had, how you know, Barba Seventh and the Yoda Hondo have favorable matchups against the vehicles, and then Yoda Hondo has a favorable matchup against Barba Seventh. Wouldn't that put Yoda Hondo as the kind of number one deck? I think it's the number one deck right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if its matchup against vehicles is favorable. I think it needs you know a few things to go right. It can definitely yeah. win. It's not a dog to that deck by any means. But it does need some things to go right. Like, I think you need a force wave early. You need to be able to you know, shield up and, and ramp out uh, early. Yeah. If they disrupt that, you know, like if you roll double special with Yoda and they easy picking you, I think you're in a bit of trouble. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think Yoda Hondo is actually the deck to beat right now. Like, that's a deck I expect good players to rock up at Worlds with. Um, and that's that's the deck that I want to have a good matchup versus whether I play that and I tweak for the mirror or play something else that has a good matchup there. Yeah, when we were playing the other day, the the Yoda Hondo, once that engine got running, um, it was very difficult to take down when you yeah. could just special chain your way into force waves, uh, into Hondo special when you knew I had no money. Um, it got very dirty very quickly once your engine yeah. got running. Uh, yeah. But I think you're right. You struggled when you didn't get the setup in the in the in round one, even round two. Uh, and especially against an aggro deck, uh, it, it really puts you behind. Yeah. So I think that comes down to a bit of playing as well. Like, I haven't played with that deck a whole lot. So I think I definitely, there was some lines, you know, I could have taken differently. I missed some things. Um, but as I get more comfortable with it, I definitely think, uh, you know, you can, you, can, you can lift your odds by just having experience with the deck, even if it's not running properly. It's flexible enough that I think you can actually um, still still stay in the game, you know. Yeah, yeah like I said, I think there's going to be a lot of there's there's going to be good players playing Yoda Hondo. Uh, mm. it, it's it's a good deck, and like it's a consideration for me. It's that or Bro TK right now. If I had like like I said, if I had a week to test, I would be picking one of those two decks and running with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then how do we how do we beat it? If you sit across the table from a Yoda Hondo player, um, and assuming it's not a mirror. What's your strategy against the deck? Like, do you know what it's? We, we kind of talked about how getting set up is very important for mm. it. Um, what are the weaknesses? Would you see that it has like which character do you go for first? Kind of etc. Yeah, I you, think you have to go for Yoda. You Sorry, gotta, you, you go. got to kill Yoda. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to because it takes the consistency out. Yeah, it's just that it's like you don't want to go for Hondo, get him halfway there. And then they slap down a second chance, and then you're like, oh shit. Like, they're going to get another turn with him, and, then, and that's a whole other turn. They've got both, you know, Yoda and Hondo. Where if you can just kind of murder yeah. Yoda, then deal with that second chance later. Again, it comes into that trade. If you get to kill Yoda before you've, you know, lost someone, or even if you've got like, you've traded somebody for Yoda, but you've got someone decent left to go after Hondo, I think you're in a good spot, even if they do get the second chance. Okay, what if their first action is play cunning on Hondo? Do you still go for Yoda? Uh, I, I would maybe wait and see a little bit. Like I would try and slow it out, see if there's anything that comes on Yoda. I would still yeah. very heavily consider Yoda, but I would I would definitely slow it down a bit, slow my turn down. I think it, you have to watch. Yeah, like you said, it's what comes out on Yoda. If there's a cunning round one on Hondo, and then round two there's a force wave. Cunning with force wave is no joke when you can trigger force <laughs> yeah. wave twice in one round. 
Yeah, that sounds disgusting. It's it's <laughs> very very disgusting as I found out the other night. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty gross. I don't know. Do you, maybe you have to switch there. I think Yoda's the like Yoda is the engine of that deck, and if you can put yeah. enough pressure on him, um, it, it it definitely hurts. I think things to watch out for on that deck is like you might have to just play slower against them. You might like you have to keep resources up uh, as much as you can. Um, even if you plan to spend them, just keep them up so that like don't just blatantly spend them and let them know that they can just flip like flip to double specials. Yeah. Um, and then they're like they've got such good removal that you know playing slower, removing your dice one at a time or two at a time. Like you can't just roll out your whole pool and be like, all right, this is great, you know, because they're gonna get you. I think you just gotta play slower against them and slowly just don't let them pick you apart, you know, and try and just yeah. get max value. So what, what cards would you really be looking out for? Like, you know, surprise cards. I know they play, or most of the decks now play Rebel. That's one of those kind of hidden cards that you have to, yeah. you know, keep aware of. Are there any other cards like that or just the important cards? Uh, stuff that we've seen. I mean, easy pickings, like, you know, we should mm -hmm. all be playing around easy pickings uh, as best as we can by now. Uh, Entangle, like, they just hit so many dice. And then, yeah, Rebel, like you're never safe you know if they're on a discard side like if you see that discard side you have to check their discard pile and see what they got in there and see if there's anything really dangerous um i think they're all going to start packing a little bit of hand disruption now um, which you know whether you can or can't play around i guess don't just sit on your big your big key event or your big key player yeah. um and maybe they start playing mind trick now they got the money like and that card's pretty savage yeah I would say most people would be decking two of those now. Like, they're not yet, but, you know, I they definitely want to put one in, in Yoda Hondo, at least one, and try it. Um, and then obviously jump. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, you can play a bit slower, but you also got to know if jump's a thing. Um, yeah. This is why the deck's hard to play around, because it plays on so many different angles. You know, you can, like, play your turn out slow, and then you don't get punished by, you know, easy pickings or whatever. You, like, resolve your dice one at a time. And then they just do all their stuff, and then they jump you, and you're like, oh, my God. Or so you rush in, and then they just remove all your, all your dice, and you're like, oh, my God. I think that's why it's really, really good, because it, it's flexible. Um, and then also having that secret mill, mill win condition at the end, like, that's just brutal in its own right, that they can just switch gears and mill you out. Yeah. Oh, well, so look out for a, jump. Look out for removal. Always look out for jump. One card I always miss in Boba Sevens is is uh bait and switch i always forget about that card for some reason yeah. i'm like yeah yeah i'm safe and then i just get punched in the face with it i'm like every time every time i forget about that stupid card <laughs> yeah yeah i think if we're if we're looking at bubba seventh and the cards you have to watch out for yeah like you just mentioned bait and switch um be wary of close quarters assault as well yeah that can kind one. of come out of nowhere and wreck your turn mm. but out, outside of that it's fairly you know, like you can see what they're planning. Yeah, yeah. If, if they're leaving the resource side out, it should be a given that they're going to bait and switch you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, but that's then, a big one. But then a smart player might just leave it out there just to to taunt you and might not even have it in hand. Um, yeah, if they're, if they're leaving the, the resource side on the mall saber, I'm definitely hidden motivating <laughs> that or just removing yeah, that straight away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that that, that's something else uh, with the, the Boba 7s or any Maul Saber deck if you start the game off with shields split your shields up 
mm. put a shield on that character that they don't want to go after. Yeah. And then, you know, just watch how much of a pain it is for them to have to put two or three damage or a dice into that character that they're not even going after just so they can get more Sabre back out. I think that's a big one against that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, so we're looking at, at possibly like Yoda Hondo, Ayla Vehicles and Bob Sevens are going to be going to be a pretty popular popular choices. You know, smart players are going to be bringing along Yoda Hondo. Uh, yeah. there, there is quite a high skill cap on that one, I think, as well. So yeah. players who have got a lot of reps in on that particular deck are going to do very, very well with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, for any of you that don't know, I don't know how you wouldn't be aware of this, but the, the Hyperloop's gauntlet page, that's just where you need to go to have a quick look at what they think um, the decks you need to run through the gauntlet are as yeah, well. pretty accurate. Yeah. Mm. I'll post a I'll post a link in the show notes as well that links uh, through to the Gauntlet page. Uh, nice. nice. Anyway, people don't I... want to really hear us rabbling on anymore. Like for Australia, no. I guess there's a, you know, <laughs> we've missed all our regionals. We're all done. Uh, we yeah. have the artificiary regionals. I'm playing in it. You know whether I, I actually survive uh, <laughs> the whole time, yeah. whatever. But I'm definitely going to try. Um, you know, I think we've got an idea of where you know where Wells is heading. Um, you guys are both crushing the TTS league, uh, which Jacob, you know, you haven't mentioned that you're playing old school R2PT, <laughs> which is it's sweet. Must be a secret. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, I, I was at a bit of a loss as to what to play. And then I was curious as to, to how the upgraded or the newer version R2P2.2 would go. It's very similar, actually. It just has, um, the heirlooms in there, which are great. And also have thrown in uh, Reaping the Crystal. So nice. I, I was never really too on that card before, but I think with the extra three costs, as in the heirlooms, um, yeah. there's just enough cards now that makes me really want to play it and think I can get out consistently to, to ramp up. Because you'd actually initially submitted Obi Mars, hadn't you? Yeah, that's right. Because we, I mean, we've been talking about Obi Mars so much on the, <laughs> on the podcast. It's kind of come into my thinking a little bit you brainwashed me <laughs> yes. to becoming an Obi Mars player yes. um, but no I kind of changed my deck I think three or four times in the last hour of submission yeah and eventually just put in R2P2 yeah no I went with uh, Ray 2 Clint you're playing Obi Mars right? me? no yeah yeah no <laughs> at, at that stage when I was submitting deck lists I was I was in a in a, in a hate part of the love-hate relationship with Obi Mars. <laughs> so, and I've been playing uh, Ray 2 Ayla quite a bit, and I actually really like that deck. And um, so I ended up submitting that. And so far, I've been... I, I played Obi Mars all through the Swiss, like the just the eight games, and then I switched to Ray Ayla. And I think there's four Ray Aylas in the top 32 at the moment, if not more. But I know there's a minimum four. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to butt heads with the RTP two versus Rayela. Yeah, yeah that would be an interesting matchup. It, it would. That would be. be fun to watch. Red, red, yeah. red does bring a bit to that. That um, and pose aggressiveness as well is pretty on par with uh, Ayla. Yeah, if I can consistently get out the. Um, the light bows i'm thinking mm. then that will disrupt your kind of shield plan yeah are you did you end up running pools in yours i've got one pool okay. yeah yeah 
All right. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, we had some spoilers. Uh, everybody else has talked about them. Uh, we're not going to spend more than two minutes on them. Uh, maybe quickly, what was your favorite spoiler and why? And what was your least favorite spoiler, if you can be and should we um, Should we say the rule that we can't talk about Luke? Or uh, would that <laughs> or make it too say, hard? Yeah, <laughs> I think that would make it too hard. I thought we were going to tell everyone that he was trash. Oh, and then yeah. buy them yeah. all. And then, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I, I still don't really understand why Luke is, um, you know... <laughs> Yeah, he's getting all the hype because he doesn't have any damage sides at all. He's just got <laughs> shield size. He's got 12 health, oh, which is, yeah. you know, it's pretty low these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he cost a whopping 15 points Yeah, for elite. Insane. And I'm not even going to talk about Luke and Ayla and profitable connections either. Yeah, who would play that? Who would yeah. play, who would play that? Ayla. Luke and Ray too. Yeah. Yeah. Who also likes shields. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Luke's yeah. insane. Luke's rod's insane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. I want to touch on Grievous. I think Grievous is a beast, but I don't think he is... You know, I might eat my words here, but I don't think he is going to be anywhere near played the same amount as Luke. Like, he, uh, he's uh, 20. To get his power action off, you need to have all four weapons in the pool. So you need to get the four weapons. You need to get them in the pool, and your opponent can't remove any of them before yeah. you can power action. Yeah, let's let's be clear that you're you're never really in a competitive game of Destiny. You're never going to get his power action off. No. Yeah. He may as well not have any power action. Yeah. I mean, if you are getting it off, then you won like two rounds ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and when are you going to get the opportunity to get four upgrades on them? Yeah, you have like, to play all the bad ones, like yeah. the one drops and whatever. Yeah. That'll have um, so for anyone, on them. Yeah, so for yeah. anyone that I was mean, excited like, about... Sorry. <laughs> I'll wait, you go. Uh, <laughs> you can edit uh, this. I was just going to say, like, there, there, could be, there could be some one-cost like, weapons that you can try and build a deck around it. But I think if you're skewing your deck that heavily to, to make it work, it's probably going to weaken it overall, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, you know, like in the, in the fun casual games, sure. Mm. It's going to be great. And even like if there is a, a good elite 10 point character you can pair him with and you can get a four dice start, then he may see some decent play as well. They have to have a resource side though. Like at the moment, it looks like he's only pairing his like Royal Guard to get the blue, to get the melee weapons. Yeah, um, yeah you kind yeah, of you definitely want, want blue. He does not have a resource side, so that really, really sucks. Um, anyway, sorry for anyone that is excited about Grievous. He's cool and you will have fun with him, but you probably... Wait, Grievous does have a resource side though, right? No, 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 for each, for his second pairing. You know, like, you need someone that can yeah, make money yeah. to feed the engine. Yeah, know? true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and preferably blue. Yeah, which is real tough. Yeah. yeah. What about the servant of the dark side? Oh, right. And then things redeploy onto him, but again, that's just three days. I yeah. think you'd royal guard just so you get the guardian, just yeah. lets him live longer. I think you've got... You've got the dollar on the Royal Guard, don't you? And then no. you just play... No, um... he doesn't have a resource no. side. Oh, he doesn't? Is it shield no. side, is it? Yeah, that's why he's tough. Because like, you don't want to yeah. use Grievous' dice to make money. Because all you've got is Enrage to make money with... Yeah. Um... You've also got Respite. Yeah. I think Respite is neutral, which might help. But right. then you're sacrificing some mitigation for it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Luke's, Luke's busted. Luke's rod's busted. Yeah. Grievous yeah. is not well, as busted as think, we all thought. I don't think Luke's rod is as busted. It doesn't work with lightsaber pull because it's uh, a <laughs> yeah. 
it's an equipment, not a not a weapon. Um, yeah. But I think what's going to be busted is with the new plot, and that new plot, even though it costs four, I think that's that's going to be insane. What does that thing do? It's got like redeploy or something. It gives unique it, it gives, stuff redeploy. It gives everything unique redeploy, I think. And then the first time you play a unique weapon in a round, you get, you a, dollar. get a dollar back. Right. So Luke's Rod for a dollar, Ray's yeah. Lightsaber for two bucks. Nice. I mean, you've got to have the money initially for it, but yeah. you get the money back. Yeah, I like that design aspect about it, yeah. where you have to have the money straight up, otherwise it'd be too busted. If it just... Yeah. Just can't it. just straight up, yeah. Cost reduction, but... Yeah. But giving four four is pretty expensive though I think, so I mean you do have cards like Ayla who's cheap. Mm. You'll definitely be playing it with the cheaper characters. Mm. Yeah. So you get eleven points if you want to play that with Luke. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, you you could you could go um, Ayla Kanan. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's true. They're both pretty aggressive characters. Like, Kanan's still aggressive. He's got that action cheating on him as well. That's not bad. Maybe there's a Padawan deck to yeah. actually redeploy. They get redeploy anyway. Yeah. Um, Three Padawans? have to wait and see. What's, what's I, Padawan? Uh, eight? 16? 24? Yeah, eight. Yeah, three Padawans. Three Padawans? Three Padawans. Oh. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if you get paired against Force Wave. <laughs> You're going to have a bad day. <laughs> yeah, cunning Force Wave. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So Luke, Luke is obviously going to be a strong contender. I've already played a Luke three po two. That that did not end very well. I did not like that at all because it was just shields and mitigation and it. But no damage sides. So no damage. How did he kill you? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I can't remember how he just. I can't remember how he he just burnt through me. But it was reposts. It was yeah, just reposts. It was it, it was return dumb. of the Jedi reposts. It was really Jedi. yeah. Repost. It was really really dumb. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, yep, anyway, this is why I'm not talk. playing spoilers at the moment. Let's move on. Let's yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So for the last part, um. Like you had uh, some discussion around, well, wanted to revisit the discussion about net decking or not necessarily net decking, but assigning credit for people yeah. who have come up with deck ideas. Look, I, I don't want to get bogged down on something that I, I think is a negative. Uh, you know, I just want to touch on it, like just quickly bring it up. Like, if you play a deck and you do really, really well, and that deck is somewhere online and it's already done well and it's been published, like. Just give that previous person a little bit of credit. Look, it's just just like respectful, you know. Like they've put work into it, like their time and effort into it. Um, and even if it's like coincidental, but you find out after, still give that person a little bit of credit because like they played it, they they published it. It's out there. That's all it is. Like don't just don't just take other people's work and, and put your name on it. Yep, fair it's enough. Cut and dry. Is that fair? Yep. Like it's 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 been happening lately, and you know whether it's coincidental or not, I don't know, but. Even if it is, just still give them a bit of credit. We'll have a conversation with them. Like, hey, man, you did well with this deck. What do you think about it moving forward? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, that's it. Anyway, moving forward. We've done some world prep. Yep. Uh, we've gone through some deck talking. Uh, yep. We've done some spoiler discussions. 
Yeah. Um, is there anything, any other topics? Uh, I don't. I don't think there is. There's not much happening in the Australian, New Zealand world of Destiny. I think again, we're talking about worlds. You're you're heading over the worlds, Blake. Uh, we wish you all the best for that. Uh, you're testing with a solid crew. Uh, do you think there might be any surprise combinations that might you might see at Worlds that no one's discovered yet? I hope so. Um, and if there is, I, I think we'll get to find it. So I, I get to test with the, the Hyperloops guys. Um, we're all going to stay in an Airbnb and, and grind some stuff out, grinding on TTS now. Um, you know. If there's something broken out there, I'm sure one of those guys will find it. Or I'm sure collectively, you know, there's there's that that particular dude, honestly sarcastic, always trying to break things. So maybe he finds it. Maybe collectively we find it. Um, I, there's nothing that I can see right now, and I've looked at it like a bunch of stuff, I, you know, and, and it was always kind of yeah. There's nothing. Well, like I don't know of anything right now. I don't think anyone does. There's some crazy stuff out there, but once it comes down on the table, it doesn't quite perform. Mm. as good as expected you know like there's some crazy synergies at the moment but getting them converted into good well-performing decks i think that's hard yeah and if you if you do think that you have come up with something you know unique and out there and it's pretty good please try yes. it against those mm. like the three main decks that we were talking about before and make sure that you can win like at least 60 percent of the time mm. otherwise it's not worth the consideration and if you and do that out, then share the love. Yeah. And if Keep in doubt, secretly. Yeah, so. if in doubt, take Luminara. <laughs> uh, just Obi just solo Luminara. <laughs> and a plot. You All get right. to play the 4.1. <laughs> yeah. And maybe even a Padawan. How much does Luminara cost? Oh like 30 goodness. or something? 20 or something. I, yeah. just, you don't want to dilute that. You just want to be focused on the <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Right. Honestly, that's enough trash. The worst costed <laughs> yeah. character in all of Star Wars Destiny. Uh, right, so I think that wraps it up for us. Uh, any finishing comments there, guys? Best of luck, Blake. And we're all we're all going to be watching the the stream. Please, if you can, like Facebook live stream twenty four seven while you're over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do my best. Um... Yeah, let's. I just want to quickly let's get some comments on the on the Facebook page. Like, I don't want to, you know, shout out for comments or whatever. But something that we've been discussing lately is getting uh, some TTS tournaments happening for the Asia Pacific region. Like, region. Let's get us playing tournaments that don't start at one two o'clock in the morning. Let's get weekend tournaments. So, if anyone has interest in that and you are actually listening, give it, give us a, give us a comment. Let us know what you think. Um, if you would be interested in running TTS tournaments for Australian standard times. And it'd also be nice to not have lag. Yeah, also yep. that. <laughs> That's a massive yep. one. <laughs> all right. Good uh, job, guys. All right. Yeah, uh, I just want to... I know we shouted out to Jedi Geek Girl last episode, uh, but I got my OB Mars cards in the post. Nice. Uh, Amazing. So thank you very much for that. Uh, go check out her podcast, uh, I've been really enjoying her podcast lately because it's not uh, the same as everybody else's podcast. Um, sometimes when you listen to a lot of content, it all kind of blends into one because everyone's saying the same stuff. Um, so it's really nice uh, listening to her podcast and uh, the different approach that she has to podcasting. 
Um, so that's really good. She's got some really great content. Um, the other guys I've been really enjoying at the moment is uh, the Golden Dice podcast. Uh, they're right. they're just a couple of jokers, but um, you know they've got some really good stuff. Uh, might not be super super competitive stuff, but um, they've got some good discussion going on. So uh, that's another good podcast to check out as well at the moment. Yeah, cool. Sweet. Yeah, just in going in line with what I was saying before about paying credit uh, if using people's content. Uh, Jedi Geek Girl, I 100% just go onto her page before I get my data before we got on this podcast. So shout out again to her. <laughs> credit to you. All right. I think that I think that wraps it up. Um, I'm pretty sure we probably won't get another podcast in before Worlds. Uh, I'm going to be away for pretty much all of May as well. Uh, You're going maybe... to some GQs, Clint? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll see if I can take myself away from uh, sunning myself in Italy before I uh, go to Poland. I think it's the yeah. only one that's on while I'm over there. But um, I'm sure I'll, if I did that, I'd come back divorced. So, um... <laughs> yeah, you better hope that uh, Blake's part, uh, that Clint's partner doesn't yeah, listen yeah. to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I said it. I, I can, yep. I can 110% guarantee that she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah that about wraps it up Um, maybe we'll try and get one in while Blake's over in America maybe a a little cheeky vlog or something Blake just two minutes yeah for sure I'll be Uh, touching in I think we're going to be jamming games though as well so keep keep an eye out we're going to be jamming a lot of games over the next month or the next three weeks or whatever Um, and I'm sure they'll all be going on the YouTube page every time Blake beats me that will definitely be going up there (laughs) If you guys like watching Destiny videos, uh, we are putting a lot up there, and surprisingly, they're not all Obi Mars nowadays. Um, no, and Tarkin so, Sevens is trash. Yeah, so. yeah. So there's usually a new video every couple of days. Um, we've been putting a lot of effort into that, so go check that out. Um, but yeah, I think that does it for this month. Uh, episode four coming when we get a chance to. Maybe we can get some uh, guest spots from some of the Hyperloopers, the team of the Hyperloopers, while Blake's staying with them as well. Yeah. I'll just secretly record them anyway, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> life, life and house. Just, all just right, guys. Just, all right. Let's end <laughs> up right. there. Thanks, guys. And Let's we turn will it catch, off. We'll catch Cheers, everyone guys. in the next episode. See you guys. Ciao. Ciao.